The Western Cape's wine tourism industry exemplifies the spirit of innovation, sustainability, and commitment to excellence, making the province a must-visit destination for wine enthusiasts from around the world. So says the CEO of West Grove, Renel Stander. Not only are the Cape Winelands some of the most breathtaking and beautiful in the world, but they go beyond conventional practices to produce our internationally acclaimed wines, from picturesque landscapes to organic farming methods and a commitment to environmental stewardship. We are chatting this afternoon to Louis Stradon. He is the Managing Director and Winemaker at Ernie L's Wines in Stellenbosch on this very balmy afternoon. Louis coming to us live from Ernie. Weather out there in Stellenbosch today. Today is a real scorcher, and um, <laughs> but to make, uh, I always say, if you want to taste sunshine in a bottle, you need sunshine out there. So um, we're we're always happy for a little bit of sunshine, which we we can capture later in the in the bottle when we make the wine. That sounds like happiness in a bottle to me, Louis. <laughs> exactly. Now, Louis, you graduated from Elsenburg College in Stellenbosch, but you've had quite an interesting journey having started at Saxonburg Wine Estate. Can you please tell us what that journey has been like? Um, my, my journey through the, through the industry has very much been Stellenbosch-based, very much focused around uh, red wine. And that's where I find myself today on the on, on the slopes of the Helderberg Mountains. Um, I started, as you said, with, uh, with the back then in Saxonburg. And, and fortunate for me, the, the owners at that time of Saxonburg um, had a property in the south of France, the languedoc Roussillon area where I went for every vintage, you know, their vintages are normally um, quite early for, for, for Northern Hemisphere, but say um, October, I mean, uh, normally August, September, and I used to go there every year. And there I got to work with uh, Grenache, Senso, Mouvedre, um, varieties that actually weren't that well known in the in the, in the 90s in South Africa. Coming back from, um, from, from my international trips and making wine at Saxonburg, I moved over to Rustenfriede, which sits on the foothills of the Helderberg Mountains in Stellenbosch. There I was very much red wine focused. And from there, uh, my love for, for Cabernet Sauvignon um, and Shiraz on the Helderberg grew. You know, my, um, the one that I made there, the estate wine at Dresden Friere, was a blend of 60% Cabernet Sauvignon, 30% Shiraz, and 10% Merlot. The, the Cabernet is always there for the for the power of the tannins, the Shiraz for the um, for the spice, and the Merlot there just to to knit the two two components together. That was my um, so my, this uh, this blend got quite a high rating uh, from John Platter's guide, right? Yes, uh, we, you want to um, tell us we, a little bit about that? Yes, you know um, that 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 one got many five stars in the in the in the Platter and got um, top one hundred wines in the world in the Wine Spectator four years in a row. Um, and so it's, it's been one of my um, one of my signatures that I've been making over the last um, been on the Helderberg now. This will be my um, my twenty twenty um, fifth vintage because ninety nine was my first vintage. So um, you know it's 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 uh, it's, a, it's an amazing journey. But um, with the the only else property actually grew out of Rissenfreda, and we bought the um, the farm in two thousand and four. Um, just to give a home for Ernie Els. You know, we, we made the Ernie Els signature, which is a Bordeaux blend, slightly different than the Rissenfreda wine, uh, which we got a five-star in the platter for this year as well, which, uh, which was Wonderful really great news. to see. This. 
Yeah, this is great to see the recognition for for the wine you get. You know, we can we can talk a little bit about Ernie the celebrity and Ernie. Maybe yes, we'll I want you to tell us a little bit about that because that's the association, right? The that's celebrity correct. status, the golf, etc. Maybe you can yeah. contextualize that for some of our listeners. Yes, you know, um, Ernie Ernie got involved in in the wine industry. Our maiden vintage was two thousand. Bought the winery in 2004. Um, since then, we've been making the wine at the, at the winery, um, and it grew just in leaps and bounds, and just grew grew amazingly well. And um, and through that, um, we um, we had to look for new facilities, increase our our, our facility, and um, and we and we um, and we we made the decision not to make the only house winery big. And 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 muscular and grotesque up on up on the mountainside. So we bought a smaller property down bottom in the in the valley where we make most of maybe we make most of the wine. But the Ernie House facility is very much focused around wine enjoyment, wine appreciation. And um, so Ernie still lives in Florida, um, but still has a very much a keen interest in what we do um, on the property on, on a daily basis. We also have a German investor, Baron Baron Hans von Stuff. Um, Richenstein, which is um, which is uh, which works with Ernie to to create this magical space that we call Ernie House Wines. Well, Louis, what I remember of the estate is it's quite statuesque and and quite imposing, and you know it's got quite a lot of presence. Was that the intent, or was that an architectural decision? What what prompted that? Yeah, I think you know what 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 we want to create is that that feeling of um, quality, of of presence, of of being real of what we're doing on the on the Helderberg. You know, we so when you walk into the into the building, you walk into this beautiful like passage that that focuses your energy through to the to the bottom of the um to the to the doors that lead out to the to the terrace, and that in that that whole feel and look. We wanted to give that expanse and that and the true um, terroir, what where only wines are grown, to actually bring that into the building and make that part of the the vision of where we are going with uh, with our wines. Wonderful! It certainly does have presence, Louis. Now you've spent twenty five years of your career in the Stellenbosch area, and twenty three of those twenty five years at uh, Only Alts, you've been an integral part of that winemaking tradition. Now. The context of our discussion is that Ernie Els Wine Estate is actually one in the category architecture and landscape in the great wine capitals of the world. I'd like to hear a little bit about what other awards Ernie Els has won, and then I'd like to hone in on this particular one. Yeah, so from 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 a wine perspective, you know, we've we've had a lot of recognition, and I think that's. Um, the realistic is that you know sometimes people think it's celebrity wine and how serious is the wine, um, but you know with uh, many many double goals at the at the Veritas, with uh, many five star wines in the platter, with many international awards in the Decanter uh, Wine Awards in the global um, arena of, of wine, we've got the recognition same from from the Wine Spectator in America. So it's global. It's not only um, SA. It's um, it's Europe based. It's UK based. It's Americas and in the Far East. I think that that recognition, obviously, over the years, we need to make sure that what um, what we do from a building perspective, that it actually obviously shows what we're trying to do with the with the with the wine um, that we are making. I'm so glad you actually mentioned the quality of the wine, 
Because quite often when there's a celebrity name attached, people think it's just a label that's stuck on and we don't know what to expect and we're buying it because we know the person. So Ernie Els is, you know, the wine estate has really proven itself over the years because it's got a plethora of awards. Maybe you can highlight some of that awards for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. so um, like in this current 2024 um, Platter Guide, um, our signature, which is the, the, um, the, the leading wine from the from the property, got a five star. And the only very, very few wines that uh, receive this this accolade um, from the from the clutter. That is that is obviously it's a world class wine according to the definition of a of a, of a five star wine. And um, and I think that is um, the continual recognition that we get with the wines. And, it, and, and it's also the depth of the wine that we get recognition from. So from the uh, proprietor's blend, which is a Cabernet Shiraz-based blend, we've got four and a half star. Our Cabernet got four and a half star in, in the platter. And I think that's it. That's what the, the only else property can do. It's such an amazing property from a terroir perspective that it's, it's got depth in quality. And I think that is always um, uh, and really an indicator for quality. It's, it's the depth through the range from the signature, which is the top wine, through to the proprietor's range, and then the major series, which is the Cabernet and Merlot, and then the uh, more lifestyle range, which is the Big Easy range, where we have a Big Easy Red, a, um, a Big a big Easy Cabernet Rosé, a Big Easy um, Chenin Blanc, and then also a Big Easy Cabernet Sauvignon, which is a Cabernet Sauvignon made with a splash of Senso, just to make it a little bit more accessible and actually make the wine of, like, just accessible for everyday drinking and enjoyment of wine and like it's a little bit the motto of the big easy range is to live with wine and enjoy wine unsophisticated but um in a great atmosphere with friends and family sounds just about right louis now this great wine capitals of the world recognition obviously impacts on the integrity of what you're putting out has it made any difference and how do you think it will impact on buying decisions knowing that this is a global this is really a global award. Yeah. How do you think the, that will impact? No, for sure. You know, we, we get an amazing amount of of, of, of visitors to the property. Um, we had more than 65,000 visitors over the year of 2023 to the property. And and many, many of these visitors are international guests um, wanting to, to soak up our sunshine and soak up um, the, the South African culture. And I think what this building... And this architecture shows shows you the, the the world class facilities that we have in South Africa, and what we can what we can achieve in South Africa from a from a hospitality perspective, from a tourism perspective, and then we don't have to stand back for anybody anywhere in the world from a, with a building that we have um, at Ernie Wines. Well, all I can say, Louis, is a big congratulations to you and the team. I'm looking forward to experiencing this very impressive building. And before we close, I know that you've got uh, that you're involved in a couple of other initiatives that supports the wine industry. Would you like to tell us what initiatives are, such as the Cape Winemakers Guild? Yeah, that'll that'll be great. Um, you know, we uh, for the Cape Winemakers Guild, um, you know, we're a guild of winemakers, of forty-two winemakers. It's about improving the the style, improving the quality of South African wine. But we've also got a very strong um, component. To, to transform our industry, to build our industry, and to make um, have new entrants come into the industry and, and, and support them. So we have the Cape Winemakers Guild Development Trust, which I'm the chairman of. 
uh, where we actually bring in, we call them protégés, which work at three different wineries. They currently, uh, it's a three-year program, so three, three protégés come in per year. Um, so we have nine in the program at any one time. And then it's all about giving back to these young sprint winemakers, um, especially focusing on on skills development, people development, and transformation. And I think that is what um, that is what the legacy that we all have to leave behind. It doesn't matter who you are and what and what and what capacity you are in in any business. That um, is your legacy that you leave behind, and that is what um, the development trust is really all about. Is that legacy and giving sharing our knowledge that we've built over the last um, of really decades um, with uh, with new entrants in, in in the wine industry. Well, Louis, it sounds like wonderful work is being done here and certainly taking care of future winemakers in South Africa and nurturing young talent is a responsibility that we all sit with. So I'm very happy to hear that there's an active program such as that. And congratulations again on this prestigious award. I think our listeners will be inspired to come out and have a look. But before you do that, you may find Ernie Else Wines on Instagram and Facebook if you'd like to check it out and uh, see why this is an award-winning wine estate in the architecture and landscape category. Louis, great chatting to you. Thank you for making time for us today. And we're looking forward to our visit to Ernie Else Wines. Tony, my pleasure. Thanks for the opportunity for us to say a few words on um, on the property and uh, the architecture and the landscape of Ernie Wines, which we uh, we invite everybody that's listening to come and visit us, come enjoy the amazing views over the whole peninsula, right down into Cape Town, into Stellenbosch and, and the Paul region. So you want, you want, it'll be an unforgettable experience, I promise. Thank you. Well, that's certainly a road trip. Many of our listeners will be looking forward to, Louis. Um, I'm happy to have had you on the show and I wish you and the team all the best for the new and fresh 2024 as you take on new opportunities and exciting challenges.